0: Good morning, everyone. This is Jeff from the CyberPro Podcast. Today, my guest is named Don, and he is going to talk about, he is, and I screwed this up before the podcast, he is a technology evangelist. And we're going to talk about what that means and why it's about to become more important in our society as we um, evolve technologically. So with that, Don, good morning. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do?
1: Good morning, Jeff. Thank you so much for having me. And hello to all your listeners. Yes, I teach technical presentation skills internally at Google. And I also speak for technology companies at uh, trade shows, primarily cybersecurity companies at RSA and Black Hat every year. You may have seen me on the trade show floor. Uh, My passion, I'm passionate about helping technical folks uh, communicate their messages more effectively. And just I'm going to try to do a one-sentence background. Uh, I started producing. uh, I started as a a television producer in Los Angeles for 20 years, learned how to tell stories. Weirdly, I moved from that to comedy, and then I started performing sketch comedy and ended up as a touring clown and blue man. Uh, And then from there, I landed on the trade show floor for cybersecurity. The through line, though, is learning to better engage with audiences and now I help technical folks engage with their audiences.
0: Okay, number 1, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and number 2, I think it's safe to assume that you are truly an entrepreneur. Welcome. Holy crap. Um that is we uh, for those of our viewers, we always talk about path, right? Like where how have you reached to today and and why are you here today? Uh, Don tops it. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, you know, being the storyteller, being someone who has learned to educate through entertaining uh, and of course, being an entrepreneur, entrepreneur, you know, we hear from other industry leaders that cybersecurity is a top concern and only getting bigger, um, as somebody who has dedicated their life to teaching people through stories and entertainment, What does a comment like that mean to you?
1: Well, I think all of your listeners and you and me know how incredibly critical cybersecurity is right now in terms of the grid and everything happening on the world stage and the connectedness of all our devices and how kind of vulnerable uh, everything is at the moment. And everyone's like, getting quite nervous. And I think that leads to, it's more important than ever to be able to communicate these technical concepts to non-technical people in a way that they understand. And by that, I don't mean you got to scare the hell out of everyone, which you could, but it's important to communicate in a way that elicits action and and is persuasive. Um, and so that's what I think why i think cybersecurity is such a critical concern right now and and it can just turn people off they can just shut down but it's really important to learn how to communicate these technical concepts
0: you said something very interesting there where you said it can turn people off and shut them down if they get the wrong message too many of the same messages or anything else that doesn't really filter through whatever gets to their brain being a producer being somebody who has learned the art of entertainment You have said to me that uh, being able to storytell and using authenticity is often the way to get people to pay attention and engage. And it seems like that is really necessary, again, to your point of teaching non technical people about technical things. Can you tell us a little bit more about how this is accomplished?
1: Absolutely. Well, there's two elements to what you just said the authenticity, is on the communicator side that's like changing how you present and then the storytelling is changing your message in a way so there's two things to work on first would be the authenticity now the unsexy way to say that is vulnerability um and that's uncomfortable especially for hyper smart people i work with some of the smartest people in the world at google and it's hard to be vulnerable they work their whole life to be getting the getting the right answer do you know what i mean so but it's critical that we when communicating to non-technical folks we surmount what they call the curse of knowledge it's hard for us to remember what it's like to not know Mm. and but if you're going to communicate with someone who's non-technical you got to get back to their place of not knowing And the easiest way to do that is simply you've probably all heard of the five whys. You can even cut it down to the three whys. Why is this important? Why is that important? Why is that important? And usually that's going to get you down to just simple pain and pleasure, pain and pleasure. Mm -hmm. Explain to your audience why this is either going to help or going to hurt them uh, and connect it back to your message. It's easy to just assume everybody knows that, They should lock down their computer and use like long passwords and two-factor authentication. Of course, I don't need to explain why, but it's important to do that trail back to why it's important. So that's one way to surmount the curse of knowledge. Another way to uh, show authenticity is share a time that you've learned something, uh, a time you've had trouble in your past and how you learned and grew from it. This can be very counterintuitive when you're trying to portray yourself as a subject matter expert, but it will be very effective in engaging with your audience. Simply sharing a time that you've learned, and then finally, I guess to loop back to the story aspect, um, the five whys—that is how you connect your message to a story because you're going to go, you're going to connect what you're saying, what you're trying to persuade your audience of to a pain or pleasure that they can uh, see in their own life.
0: See in their own life. Is that another term for relatability? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So we're trying to share a story that the person we're sharing the story with can relate to so that if they can relate to it they can connect with it. That's what I heard.
1: Yeah. And a lot of there's many ways to do that analogy analogy is a talent like you've seen those unicorn sales engineers who are just brilliant at making analogies like I I spoke to a guy the other day at one of the companies I work for his company, he said, we're like a fire alarm, but a fire alarm that actually puts out the fire, we will tell you where you have a problem, but we won't just tell you you have a problem. We'll go in and fix the problem also. And to a person who doesn't need to understand all of the nuances of this uh, cybersecurity service, this is a great way to understand what it does.
0: Fascinating. Fascinating. I got a bonus question I'm going to come back to, but we have a moment to talk about retro technology, something that makes you smile. We have all had a piece or a couple of pieces, physical or otherwise, in our childhood that really kind of made a difference to us. It was really cool to us. And in some people, it made uh, an impact so much that it helped to steer where we are today. Is there something in your past that resonates for you? Relatable.
1: I, le- uh, I don't know if it's steered where I am today, Jeff, but I do love my Retro Casio watch here. I get a lot of comments when I'm at Black Hat uh, from fellow nerds who also wore this in high school. Actually, this is the the classy one because it's silver plastic, but <laughs> the real deal I believe is the F91W, which is the black hard rubber Casio digital watch. Um, and I believe people have hacked it and done little art things on the screen. And I. I think, Jeff, you mentioned you even outdid me in this. Is that right? I don't know what you're talking about, (laughs) John.
0: I've never said anything like that. (laughs) Don't make me vulnerable.
1: (laughs) Hey, man. I mean, I'm just, I'm going to out Jeff. Jeff had, was it the membrane keyboard uh, calculator in high school? Indeed. Indeed. That was, that was the, the pinnacle of coolness. <laughs> thank you for framing
0: that in the way that you did. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I got outed. Imagine that. Thank you very much for, to all of our viewers. We're coming up on the holidays, and we wanted to thank you and appreciate every one of you for checking in. If you want to check out uh, Don a little bit more, learn about what he does, aside from outing people. Who he is. Uh, What's the best way to get a hold of you, Don? Uh,
1: Great, Jeff. Uh, Yes, uh, I normally do all my communication through LinkedIn. So just reach out to me at Don Colliver. You can check my website at winkpublicspeaking.com. And I have a free exercise folks can uh, download if they wish. It's a way to uh, practice a presentation in a way that starts to divide your attention from not only your PowerPoint deck, in your presentation, but also add in your attention to the audience and kind of hold both of those things simultaneously. If your audience is interested in that, they can go to doncolliver.com forward slash engage.
0: Engage. Perfect. Talk about uh, free education. Love it. Thank you, Don. We appreciate your time. Have a wonderful holiday. Thanks, Jeff. Hey, you made it to the end. Thanks so much for more episodes. You can find them here.